Hi, everyone, and welcome to our weekly one-on-one -on -one with head coach Doug Peterson, presented by Wawa Insider Dave Spadaro with you Tuesday here at the Novacare Complex. Doug, how are you today? Doing great, Dave. Thanks. Good. Uh, we got Buffalo on Sunday up at New Era Field. When, when's the last time that you've been up there? I guess with Kansas City. I was City. with Kansas City last time I was up there, maybe in 15, What's that? What's that football environment like? I tell you, it's a great environment. It's loud. Um, you never know what the weather's going to do, you know, especially this time of year. It could be cold, could be windy, could be sunny, could be cloud, whatever it might be. Could be even snow um, this time of year. But I'll tell you what, it's really a really good, uh, great football environment. We got a three and four football team here looking for answers. Doug, on Monday, you, you talked about Kansas City in 2015, how you went from one and five and ran the table, got into the playoffs. Even last year, Eagles turned it around in December. What are you drawing from those experiences that can help you now? I think I, what, I, what I look back on during that time is that you, you have to kind of go back and not find yourself again, but you've got to kind of get back to your identity as a football team and, and do the things that maybe uh, you did earlier in the year, maybe when you were winning games, keep things you know, pretty simple for your players. Maybe even some of your basic training camp plays on offense and defense to kind of let your guys kind of play free and, and really uh, you know, allow their minds to be open and, and not be cluttered with a lot of assignments and a lot of you know, uh, distractions that could be going on. And, and that's what we did in 15. It really, really helped our football team, helped our quarterback at that time who was Alex Smith, and, and really settle in. And uh, we went on that, we went on that run. And, and, and you know, once we caught a little bit of our stride and momentum, we, we won the first one, then the second and the third, then that's when the confidence came back into your football team, and then we could really open it up after that. That's interesting because the fans, the media all say, you've got to change things up. You've got to do something drastic. That's really hard to do, isn't it? It's hard to do in this league because, you, you know, we have, a, we have a process here that, that we have to maintain and we have to stick to. We also have an offensive structure, a defensive structure, and a special, t special team structure. And we're not going to, you know, reinvent the wheel and, and go become a wing T offense, for instance, or, or, or run, the, run the bear defense or whatever it might be. You know, you, you just can't do that. You have to take what, what, you've, what you already know and, and keep it simple for your players. Re, re, redefine it. You know, yeah, maybe find new and creative ways to, to use it, um, but, but you really can't make a ton of changes that way uh, right here in the middle of the season. You're the play caller. Does this idea kind of send you into a situation where you're more, not conservative, but you kind of go back to, you got to go back, look at things that work, have worked so far? I mean, how does yeah, it actually... Yeah, but, but you're not, you're not a, it's not a conservative mindset. I mean, even when we made that, that run back in 15, we didn't. We weren't conservative. Uh, we still maintained our aggressiveness. We still did. The, we shot the ball down the field. We did the things that way. But but what I mean is maybe even we kept our formation simple. We kept all the motions and shifts and all the moving parts that make guys have to think. We kind of kept those sort of you know uh, stagnant so the guys could just line up and play. Uh, and, and so, but that doesn't change your aggressiveness as, as a play caller. And 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 we still got to maintain that. Players are in today, Doug. What have you seen from them? What is your message to them? Message is basically, you know, we control our destiny every single week. We got to go one and zero this week. Yeah, we 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 haven't played our best football in the last two games. I thought the Minnesota game we had some opportunity there. We actually played played decently for a couple of quarters in that football game last week. No, that was an embarrassment. That that's not that's not Philadelphia Eagle football. That's not how we work and prepare. And we just got to flush that. We got to put it behind us. We got another great opportunity against a good football team, a five and one Bills team, uh, on the road again. Um, and, and, you know, we just, the, guy, the guys are really, uh, they understand what's going on. And, and for me, I think as head coaches, yeah, I got to put that out in front of them. They got to see what's happening. But at the same time, I've got to give them 
sort of an insight as to, to where we're headed, what we're going to do, how we're going to get things changed, and, and move forward from there. You used the word confidence. Um, do you sense a lack of confidence? How do you feel about the players believing in themselves, the scheme, the coaches, the play calls, every, everything? What, I see the confidence in the players. What, what, what I gotta, you have to kind of guard against is when something bad now happens in a game, that can't be the deflating aspect of the game and the game goes the other direction. If there is a turnover, we can't, we can't like dwell on it and go, oh, no, here we go again. Or if the, the opponent scores, we can't say, man, we're, we're down 7 nothing, 10 nothing, whatever it is. Though, obviously, with nine, that, that could possibly happen again. We, we understand that. But you know, the confidence is, is it, that we're going we're gonna to overcome that. We've got to maintain that. And, and whatever happens, whatever comes our way, we're going to handle it. We're going to be better for it. We're going to learn from it and uh, try to overcome it and win the game. Isn't it interesting that you find out about your team not during the times when everything's going great, because it's easy to feel confident, to feel like it's just going to go your way. But when times are tough, you really do find out what you have. It, it, it's really easy to coach and play when, when you win. Um, it covers up a lot of things, and a lot of mistakes can, can be covered up through a win. Now's the time when you really find out who you are, what the character of your football team is, the resiliency of your football team. One of the things that I've always said about this team is this team does not quit. They're going to play for four quarters. They're going to play for 60 minutes. Even in that, that, that defeat the other day, they, they continued to play for, for 60 minutes. And, and that's always going to happen here. Is of course, as long as, as long as I'm here, that, that's going to maintain. That, that attitude will, will maintain. But what you find out is the character of the football team, the leaders begin to rise. And, and they're the ones that take over the football team and say, hey, enough's enough. we we got to stop, you know, uh, 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 these self-afflicted wounds, so to speak. We got to we got to make these corrections. We got to stop it in practice first, and then it'll carry over into the game. Do you rely a lot in these times on the leadership council? What happens there? Do you encourage, for example, team meetings or gatherings just to build the camaraderie and chemistry back up? How's yeah, that? yeah, it's one of the things that I will lean on the player committee. If they feel like they need a players only meeting from time to time, it's good to have those. And I think they need to get in there and. And, uh, and and maybe clear the air on some things. And, and um, you know, it's something that I'll encourage if they want to do it. It's up to them. But also, you know, for me, it's about taking my message to them and then they can spread it to the rest of the guys and take it to the practice field and, and keep all the spirits uplifted. And, um, you know, I lean on those guys a lot to be able to do that. And, and, then, and then, you know, ultimately we, we, we fix it and uh, we get ourselves a win. Buffalo Bills, five and one, one of the surprises of the NFL this season defensively they're young they're aggressive they're fast uh where do you attack them on Sunday yeah this is a really good defense uh you know coach McDermott has got them got them playing Leslie Frazier some coaches that we know they've been here in Philly still running the same stuff that and, they run and pretty much the same the same stuff with a few new wrinkles but you know they 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 have this team playing with a lot of confidence right now and this is a very opportunistic team meaning the defense is creating turnovers the offense is scoring points and 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 that's that's kind of the formula that they've they've had the success that they've had to get to 5 and 1 and um you know it's it's a it's a it's a, a a team that you know very similar structure to what we just saw against the Cowboys they got a couple edge pressure uh, pass rushers that uh, are, 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 are really good rushers. Um, and then I, I think this is probably one of the more athletic linebacking groups that we've also faced, even, even the Cowboys. I and mean, this, is, this is a really good linebacker group. Secondary is strong. They're physical and very active. So, again, um, and then we know the quarterback. The quarterback's an athletic guy. He is making plays more with his arm, but uh, he can also run and escape the pocket. So we got to make sure we, we corral him. Eagles offense, 
really rolling Green Bay, rolling to a degree against the Vikings. Um, what do you feel like you hang your hat on right now with this team? I, I think, you know, we gotta, we gotta, I've got to trust the offensive line and the ability to run the football a little bit, be patient with the run game, and, and then that's what opens up the rest of your offense, opens up your play-action pass, and, and, and really kind of settles your quarterback into, uh, you know, the, the game plan. Obviously, we have, to, we have to score and try to score early. That, that also helps your offense. But I think, I think trusting in the offensive line, allowing Carson to do the things he's done, he's been playing really well. He's managed the offense, uh, some, of the, some of the kill packages that we have in our – in, in our offensive game plans, he's managed those extremely well. And then find creative ways to get, get our guys open down the field uh, and continue to take shots. But I think, I think initially we, we got to use that offensive line and our tight ends and really uh, uh, focus on that as, as, a, as a weapon um, in, in our offense right now. It really is incredible in this world of analytics and statistics. All, the one that comes at you and jumps at you in the Eagles' losses giving the football away. I mean, it really does boil down to that. How do you get better at securing the football? Well, it's, it's a mindset. You know, we continue to talk about it. We work on it in practice. I, I'm not a big believer of always constantly harping on turnovers because, you know, if you start thinking about the negative, eventually it's going to stick in your mind and you're always thinking about, uh, you know, that turnover and, and you're not being as aggressive maybe as a ball carrier or even as a quarterback throwing the ball. So, yeah, we're going to work on it. We're going to continue to work on it. That is one of the one of the keys to winning games, having success in this league, is, is giveaways and takeaways. And, and we know that our defense, we need to create more turnovers on defense. And then, obviously, in the, you know, and offensively, we can't, we can't turn the ball over to have success. And, and uh, that, that really uh, hurt us the other day uh, in Dallas with those two early turnovers. Doug, do you feel that the team has that sense of urgency that, that you want to see? I do. I do. Being around the guys now for the last couple of days, uh, seeing their mentality, hearing kind of what they're talking about and how they're focused on this week and kind of putting the past behind us. Um, uh, the, the confidence is there, the intensity there, and, and, and really the sense of urgency now, I think, is, is, is there. And, and we're still a game out of first place in the NFC East. A lot of ball left, nine football games remaining, but uh, our goal is to still go 1-0 this week. I got the sense that everybody was really disgusted by the loss in Dallas. They were, and they should be. We all are. Uh, it's, it's not who we are. It's not... It's not evident of how we pra you know, practice and prepare during the week. Uh, it, it was, it's unfortunate. It's, it's a lot like the Saints game a year ago, and, and we didn't play very well and got embarrassed down uh, in New Orleans. So uh, hopefully that's behind us. We can flush it and move on and, and uh, try to take care of business. Buffalo Bills, 1 p.m., Eagles and the Bills. Eagles, third game in a row on the, on the road here. It's going to be good to get yeah. back home at 4-4, four and, four, and the season will take off from there. We thank Doug Peterson, our weekly one-on-one -on -one presented by Wawa. Thanks for joining us.